time to play with pain, where sports and inaccuracy collide. Now, here's your host, veteran sportscaster, and the voice of the International Speed Fishing Championships, Jet Waterhouse. Oh, brother! Hello again, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. My guest today, legendary comedy writer and producer. You know him from the animated juggernaut family guy, Alec Sulkin. We're going to play the devil's dozen with Alec. Twelve killer questions. None of them are animated, though. Oh, damn it. I should have thought of that before. But first, time for the Waterhouse Update, brought to you by Hall & Oats. The food truck that hauls a mellow duo of oatmeals right to your door. NFL Cowboys signed Dak Prescott, $126 million guaranteed. Meanwhile, I'm boiling ramen in a coffee pot at a Red Roof Inn. Chicago Bears want Seattle's Russell Wilson and are offering Khalil Mack two improv groups and Lou Malnati's deep dish of the month. That item brought to you by Menadrill, the erection pill, NBA all-star game team LeBron beat team Durant using a quarter by quarter combined concurrent and aggregate scoring formula that would have had Stephen Hawking thinking, you know what? Just have my angry wife push me into the sun-baked backyard. College football, Kansas dumps coach Les Miles after rumors he hit on co-eds while at LSU. Miles said he was merely teaching an extension course called Hitting on Co-Eds while at LSU. That item sponsored by Susie QAnon, the snack cake filled with sweet conspiracy. America's pastime. No, not trying to muster sympathy for a wealthy ex-princess. Baseball, spring ball, Royals' Bobby Witt Jr. slugs a 484-foot homer clear out of the park in Arizona. The ball is now running for Senate against Kristen Cinema. And finally, this week in sports history, the year 1946, the place Boston, Massachusetts. Red Sox star Ted Williams offered $500,000, which is equivalent of $20 million today, to play baseball in Mexico. Said Williams, I'd rather have my dead head cut off and frozen. That wish granted in 2002. This Waterhouse Update brought to you by Edgar Ethan Allan Poe. Finally crafted goth furniture. And of course, now a word from my real sponsor, Me Undies. These folks have sleep, uh, they got sleepwear and loungewear and underwear. They got it down. Here's what you do. Here's why you like it. Because it's sustainably sourced. It comes from these sustainably sourced beechwood trees. I don't know how they turn it into a fabric. That's their business. But they do. And then they weave it. It's the most comfortable, softest fabric known to men. And it gets softer every single time you wash it. Plus, they got it in all kinds of solids and bright colors and patterns and all kinds of stuff. It's amazing stuff for the whole family. Men, women, kids, sleepwear, undies, and of course, uh, lounge. So uh, here's what you do. Great offer for my listeners. 15% off plus free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee. To get 15% off plus free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash pain. That's MeUndies.com slash pain. Go get MeUndies incredible underwear right to your door now. 
Finally, it's talk time. My guest today, great comedy writer and producer who knows firsthand there's no worse diva than a cartoon diva. Alex Selkin. Alec, how are you today? Thank you for having me. Oh, my. What what was Stephen Hawking? That was I was what happened? He, that makes him say he pushed me out in the sun. Yeah, push it, make his angry ex-wife have him push out into the sunbaked backyard. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. That was like a Neil Pert drum. Solo, that, that was fantastic. Great. Thank you for having me. Hey, my pleasure. Now, I'm leaning a little bit New England because I know you're a New England guy. We're going to do these uh, uh, Devil's Dozen. Here's how this works. I ask 12 mind-bending questions, and here's the twist. You answer them. It's amazing <laughs> how this works. It's stunning. Nobody's doing this anymore. New England guy. Okay, question number one. Tom Brady, are you happy for him or angry at him? Very happy for him. Love him. We'll always love him. He did so much for our region. I, I firmly believe he was responsible for the Red Sox finally winning a World Series, even though he, they played different sports. <laughs> wow. Transfer dust. That's yeah. that's a. I, I think he put the pressure on the Red Sox when the wow. people started winning and the Red Sox were like, we got to spend money. We got We look like idiots. And <laughs> I think it, I think it really happened. Wow. That's impressive. That is uh, that is a great uh, spiritual moment for a uh, for a true New England fan to actually wish well for Tom Brady. Brought to you, incidentally, by Cinemut. Watch a movie with a dog at <laughs> Cinemut. Number two. The Mookie Betts trade. Will you eventually kill someone over that trade? The worst. The it worst. was. A I, I can't understand it. Um, I, I happen to be working on a project where Tom Werner is one of the producers. Wow. And so I had lunch with him when all this was going down and he was already saying beforehand, he's like, we're, I just don't think we're going to be able to keep him. And I was like, please keep him. Oh, man. But. Now, weirdly, over two years, they've gotten Alex Verdugo and now Kike Hernandez. That right there is almost the nucleus. One more player who they may already have. It could be the nucleus around which to build, but it could take another three, four years. I don't know. Baseball's so crazy one year to the next now. I mean, the yeah. Red Sox are World Series champions and then they're historically bad within, you know, a season and a half. So who knows? Yeah, I think the drugs are getting a lot stronger. <laughs> Brought to you by Carent Control. Let a Karen deal with your landlord at Carent Control. Love Question you. number three, the Kyrie Irving trade. Will you eventually kill someone over it? And I'm not sure if it's being traded to Boston or being traded out of Boston, which was the I'm, better. I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know either. I'm so sad for what might have been with yeah. Kyrie Irving. I mean, because he's a fantastic player. And I actually think he's a pretty interesting guy. Like, I, I, I don't, you know, I think the flat earth thing was a joke. Yeah. Uh, I think that some of the stuff that he says comes off as a little selfish and weird. And then you hear these, these other stories of him, like, you know, putting a thousand people through school or something. And yeah. Like, well, this guy's very interesting. So I'm just sad that it didn't work out. I'm sad that we got rid of Isaiah Thomas, who everybody loved. Yeah. You know, the second Isaiah Thomas. Right, right. Isaiah Thomas, everyone hates. 
Yeah, um, yeah. There's right. two distinct, and the kid made a clear distinction. Yeah. I am extraordinarily likable compared <laughs> to the so first likable. guy. <laughs> anyway, I, I'm perplexed and saddened by the whole Kyrie Irving mess. Yeah, it it and truly is a mess. Sponsored, incidentally, by sausages, the sausage flavored throat lozenge. Sore throat? Suck some sausage. Question number four. We're a third of the way through the devil's dozen. We are roaring. Should the NBA provide its own strip club for the playoffs? It might keep a lot of the players out of trouble. They seem to wander. Playoff time, bubble time, wings. Ladies, it confuses a lot of the players. Well, Maybe I, the NBA. Adam Silver's on top of this kind of thing. I think that's yeah, his next. I think, I think that's a. I think that's a good idea, legitimately. And I think if any of the commissioners in sports would do it, it'd be Adam Silver, who seems to be clearly the best commissioner of the four major sports. So. Maybe he would. I don't. I can't believe that they will, but I think it's a really great idea. Yeah, I think they should. He is losing weight by the hour. <laughs> wow, scary. C three PO esque. Yes, yes, very much so. I I lean towards Nosferatu. Brought to you incidentally by Pontius Airline Pilots. We'll crucify anyone entering our cockpits. Now, question A plus. A plus. <laughs> That's the only place you can still get an endorsement for 15 bucks. <laughs> Boston Bruins. Do you care about them when you're sober or just when you're drunk? Never. Is Never. hockey a drunk sport? Neither time. Neither. Neither time. You don't care about the Bruins. I don't care about them. I don't know why. I mean, I, I, I guess I, I feel like I, you know, like sometimes when, my mom or sister or different perhaps ladies that I know will come by sports and they'll kind of be like, Oh, I kind of like them. And they don't yeah. care at all. Well, I'm like biting my nails off about every play. The Bruins are not like that. I'm very much more like I walk through, I'm like, Oh, are they winning? I guess that's good. Yeah. It's a sport that uh, quite frankly um, seems to be so niche that that uh, I don't ever know if it's going to pop out. Soccer and hockey. Hockey seems a little more uh, content to just go. All right, angry white guys with mullets. That's our demo. Know. You know, soccer. They keep trying to jam down our throats. Uh, we've been playing youth soccer now for fifty years, yeah. and it, it's not really translated to box office at the pro level. But uh, hockey. Uh, I think the best uh, shot they had was when they had when Fox did hockey and they had that big streak yeah. come off the. Yeah, great, great. I yeah, like that, that, that the guy who invented that and the guy who invented the yellow first down line should get uh, Nobel prizes. Yeah. Instant <laughs> Emmys at the very least brought to you by Hopscotch, the scotch that brings out the kid in you. <laughs> ah, who would have known? Question number six, halfway through the devil's dozen. Your favorite sporting moment from Family Guy. I'll give you a moment to think about it because you guys are always the ratio of I don't know if real life can keep up with how much material Family Guy needs. We you need guys, your pace is crazy what you're throwing in there. Well, I mean, coming from this guy who's but you you're like the FedEx guy with jokes on here. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I can't I, keep up. I wish I <laughs> could remember that guy's name. Um he, he deserves it. He was so good at what he did. Um my favorite moment is for sure Tom Brady did a voice on the show. Uh, you know, back when they had only won two Super Bowls. Right. Um, and we could still get him. 
Um, but that was great. And it was a fun episode and everybody uh, sings that song from the music man, Shapoopy in the end zone dance. And like, yeah, it was just like a, I, I enjoyed that of the family guy sports moments. I think I like that. Yeah. Extra kick in the ass. Cause you're, cause you're a new England fan. Uh, and, and listen, uh, no, uh, nothing against Tom Brady. This, uh, that question was sponsored by estrogen, the estrogen, for men. Question number seven. <laughs> what the hell is the cornhole craze all about? What is, have you seen cornhole? Yes. What happened? What? Don't care. That- Don't care about that. Don't care. I mean, are you saying like a lot of college kids are going nuts playing it behind their frats or what? Well, they're playing, they're playing it professionally now. There's a circuit. Surprised I haven't got called to do the play-by-play yet. <laughs> uh, uh, and, and I'm not sure. Sh- I think it's just uh, people trying to find whiter and whiter sports. It, that's, that seems like you're really scraping scraping uh, the beneath a barrel. I don't even know if that's the bottom it, line. Like it is the hole in the wood beneath the barrel. Right. <laughs> yes, that we're now <laughs> exactly carving what- out. But yeah, no, I, I kind of, I stop at darts, you know, if somebody show me like a dart, somebody throws like a, you know, three bullseyes. I'm like, Oh, that's, that's impressive. Yeah. But I don't care about anything below that. I'm gone. Yeah. And you know, when guys start teaming up and wearing arm patches and coordinated shirts for a cornhole, which incidentally, I don't know how old you are, meant something completely different when I was a child. You already I'm already halfway out (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Pretty soon. Yeah. We'll have the tuna casserole toss. That'll be the next whiter thing they can think of. Hey, sponsor, this is sort of politically on the money here. My pillow case. Make any pillow your pillow with my (laughs) pillow case. Question number eight. Can Bill Belichick recover? Will the Pats be a factor? Uh, let alone win the division anytime in the next couple of years. Does he have it in him and do they have the team? I think so. I mean, I think, I think if anyone can do it for sure, he can. I, I mean, and, and there again, the way things, I mean, aside from the AFC East, which the Pats owned for years, every division feels like it's topsy turvy every yeah. year. You know, it feels like the b- bottom is the top, the top is the it swaps around. And I think that if Belichick, you know, if they can get the quarterback they want and if he can get a couple of his defensive guys back and he'll just, you know what, he'll do what he always does. And you'll be watching and you'll be like, how are they beating us? Like, you know, 24 to seven every time, like how, you know, on all these sweeps and short passes, I, I think he can do it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think he's the one guy who has the brains for it. sponsored by the Marianas trench coat. Featuring the deepest pockets in the business. Question number nine. The single best food you've ever had at a sporting event. I'll give you a second to th- think. The, uh, for me, it's the Bloody Marys that they were serving at the weak-handed axe-throwing championships that I called uh, last year because they used real blood. Uh, man, that puts a kick in a drink that you could not believe. Uh, and then second to that, I will go with the cheese cheese curds at Miller Park. Ridiculous. Unbelievably tasty. Right. I believe that. So I'm limited. Okay. So I could I could easily go Homer with a Fenway Frank, which I do love. Yeah. And it's something about the experience of it that's awesome. But I will say um, uh, garlic fries at uh, a Ooh. Mariners game. 
Wow. And I remember them. They were that good. Wow. Like, so and the Mariners completely forgettable. Totally. So to, so to remember the fries, it was it was a, a near religious experience. So I got to I got to go that I wish I could remember the name of the stadium. What do you? Ah, let's see. I got to go back to the kingdom. No, that's not it. Uh, it's probably Safeco Field. Oh, there you go. Something that's like that. That's it. Boy, there's a food that has multiple hurdles to get over to stick in your memory. First of all, it's ballpark food. Secondly, it's the Mariners. Yep, they did Third, it right. It's probably raining, <laughs> and yet you still remember them. I love Those it. are good fries. Sponsored by tea. When there's no other choice but scalding water, try tea. Question number 10. What event would make you walk away from the Red Sox as a fan? Is uh, there something they could do that would be? Yes. yes. Trump, Trump ownership. Oh, that would kill it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, I would just be like, goodbye. And, you know, in, in a second, you'd be out of there. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Although the uh, the washrooms would be oh, top level. Very nice. Top shelf. Every, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they'd have an attendant <laughs> and uh, the gold toilets. <laughs> and I yeah, hope that, that would get. I hope that didn't tip my hand politically at all. But. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, don't, you don't want to get hashtagged yeah, out of the industry. Right. <laughs> Sponsored by U-Drive, the app that lets you rent your own car to take you wherever you want to go. Question number 11, who are down the home stretch now. Your takeaway from the Meghan Markle Oprah interview. I'll tell you what I was thinking. I wasn't sure. I liked it. Uh, I liked when they brought in uh, Harry. I thought uh, he was top notch. Uh, I was waffling on Meghan Markle because you never want to doubt what somebody's saying. But uh, then again, it, it seemed there was a lot of language, uh, you know, that sounded uh, uh, murky to me. That that was tough to kind of uh, weave your way through. I didn't, it wasn't really direct the language. Well, I'll preface all this by saying that uh, my dad uh what did he call her margo mason he said did you watch margo mason <laughs> and I, knew, I knew exactly what he meant <laughs> so that's i gotta that's get that great um, <laughs> but, uh, that's perfect i know it's such a great dad way of yeah. but but i to me i'm a little perplexed by the whole thing like there's a, a little part of me that felt watching it like okay you know, you knew that you you wanted to be in the royal family. Obviously, like kind of most people might. You can, yeah. you can see that. You know, you want to be a, a princess. You yeah. know, literally. But I do think it, it seems crazy to me that so many people are against her. Like I don't yeah. get that when it seems kind of proven that the royal family over the years not only has been associated with the oppression of. Uh, you know, indigenous peoples all around the world, but they're kind of like a, a ruthless and they kept calling it a firm, a business or yeah. whatever they called it. And like, it, it seems clear that there's a lot of truth to that. So she just seems like she was crushed by the machine. And now for some reason, the press and a lot of people are, are after her. And I, I don't, I don't love that. Yeah. I think uh, we're spending entirely too much time on it. Yes. It, it should have been a segment on uh, you know John Oliver's show or something, and then boom, done. Yeah, Oprah was thrilled though. She was cracking her knuckles. She just oh yeah, getting to react. What? 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> and make no mistake, she uh, she knows how to interview somebody. Oh, she does. She was great. Yeah, she nails it. Sponsored, incidentally, and this is interesting, by Alamone. Pay your alimony with impressionist art. I don't know how they work that up. And finally, we're at the end of the Devil's Dozen. Question number 12. What sport are you thinking about trying? And what sport are you thinking about trying to watch? Is there anything on the Alex Sulkin horizon where you're thinking, I'm bored with kind of what's already happening. Maybe I'll slide into this for a while. See if it's. uh, Are you talking about playing or watching? Both. Well, I mean, I, it's crazy. I'm sitting here, uh, my house, and this is, you know, sounds like major white person problems or, you know, first world problems, but we have a tennis court that I've never used. Like, so it's like, I want to just walk five feet and maybe like try and hit a, a couple of balls over the net. So that's sure. the one I'll be trying, trying to watch. Honestly, like with the with this year being what it's been, my my level of sports interest has certainly waned. Um, and I want to get back into uh, the NBA for the players because I, I know they're always great. The level of play has never been better. There's never been more great players in the NBA than there are right now. So I know if I can come April, just sort yeah. of make myself watch that. Um, I'll be I'll be happy. Yeah, I'm thinking NASCAR. Just because uh, it's starting to kind of open up a little bit. And uh, I, I think the constant circular motion is a bit uh, off-putting. Yeah. I would, here's, here's uh, uh, <laughs> two words that might spice it up. Spike strip. <laughs> Just give it a shot. Hey, uh, sponsored by one of my newest sponsors, Nick Saban Cadillac Subaru. You're going to get a car whether you like it or not at Nick Saban Cadillac Subaru. My guest today, the amazing Alex Sulk, and follow him on Twitter at the Sulk. What can we look forward to in the Seth MacFarlane, Alex Sulkin Family Guy universe? What's coming down the pike? Well, we got more family guys coming down the assembly line like uh, chocolates in front of Lucille Ball. And uh, (laughs) you're not going to be able to eat them all. Um, And also, uh, and I think I'm safe to say this because a couple of people already have. I've seen it on there. Uh, Seth is going to uh, direct a a reboot of uh, Naked Gun. Oh, and so we're we're wow. writing that now, and it's going to be starring uh, Liam Neeson as Frank. Oh, that's fantastic! Yeah, so we're excited about that. That's very very exciting, Alex. Thank you so much for coming on today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Follow me on Twitter at Chet Waterhouse and my comedian buddy at Real Jeff Cesario. His album. What was I thinking? Streaming now all over the place. It's streaming right on your computer. I think you can just open it up, and there it is. The Chet mugs. Chet has mugs. Oh, that's me. They're up now at jeffcesario.com. Uh, thanks to all of you for listening. Thanks to my sponsor, MeUndies.com. And this is for real. Normally, I do a joke here. But if you want more of me this weekend, me and my uh, uh, buddy, Adam Felber's cousin, British uh, guy, Trevor Longwad, we're going to be simulcasting hot man-on-man PGA action, a final round of the Players' Championship from TPC Sawgrass, only on the stereo app. It's simple. You download the stereo app, you watch the coverage on NBC, but we'll sync you up and you catch our call. Uh, way better than those sleepy ass guys on NBC. Come on, why? It's golf, for God's sake. Give it a shot. What do you got to lose? This 
is Chet Waterhouse reminding you to play with pain.